Okay. This is alien theorists theorizing. <laughs> and who's hosting this thing? Uh, I don't know. Well, I'm Braden. I don't need anything to support my claims. I'm pretty much the Donald Trump of fucking podcasting. I'm Zell. So, okay, this is the guy. Officer Ron Pond. Commander. Some motherfucker's still trying to ice skate uphill. Dan. Dan. <laughs> it is fact. It did happen. Alien appearance. <laughs> Case file 34. Alien plants. I'm Braden. I'm Dan. I'm Zell. Fuck. 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 <laughs> Fucked it up Fucked again. Fucked it up again. Oh. It's okay. The people enjoy consistency, so yeah. Yeah. Why change now? Uh, gotta, you know, one day I'll fucking get it. Uh Andrew was supposed to be here, but I mean what's unfortunately new? like he's got he with his job um you know whatever. I, he, it's too bad. It's hard to get him on. I don't know when the last one he was on. Do you guys what was it? I think Men it was like black? I think it was on Men in Black. Yeah, that sounds it's right. It's been a while. I think we well we text him like every week. He coming on, he goes yeah, and then the, like an hour before he goes, yeah, ah, he fucking bails. I can't make it. Oh God. Whatever, right. it'll be All a right. fu- it'd, it'd be nice, man. It'd be nice to have him on full time, but it'd I be- think there's a be a fucking cold hell of freeze over <laughs> by the time he, that happens. Before he's a full time <laughs> member. Okay, I also also I got to clear the air a little bit. Okay, yeah, uh, this has come up. This for, is a problem for, for last week. Um. I gotta explain why I was. So, I don't even remember recording the first half of that fucking case. Oh. I don't. Oh. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Good uh, reason. Yeah. Good so reason. it was uh, meat draw Friday. Uh, so I was at the Legion, just slaying the fucking meat draw. Uh, Drawing lots of meats. Yeah, I had. Uh, basically, what it is is uh, at the Legion, you put in like five bucks, you get like raffle tickets, and they they have like assorted meats that you can win. And me and my roommate were just fucking cleaning up. We <laughs> we had ton, tons of meat. Um, we we our whole table was chanting meat, 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 and uh, it it was insane. I I'm pretty sure I posted a picture on Twitter, but there was so much fucking meat everywhere. Fucking sausages, steaks, sh- strip loins. Uh, I was fucking to- just tossing them. To people in the crowd, I had I had so much meat at my table. So much meat, um, didn't, didn't know what to do with it. You're just like passing out meat, just like sm- just giant like hot dogs and shit hitting people in the face and yeah, <laughs> bre- breakfast sausages, all this stuff, <laughs> half hams. It's uh, and the other problem is is like drinks at the Legion are so cheap. So I was fucking tying one off. I was getting right, I was right dicked. I was fucking dicked. Well, he must and have been because it, it was it was apparent because we were supposed to record at like six thirty or seven o'clock or something. I texted you and I got no response. I was like, oh, I wonder where this fucking guy is. He's dead. <laughs> well, literally, I completely like I don't remember. So I fucking boxed up the meat. I just had this box of fucking meat. I I didn't even pay my bar tab. I left my visa there. I just fucking <laughs> oh took off down the road with this box of meat. Ran straight home. I probably was fucking dropping meat all the way along. All the way to my house, I had a trail of meat Just behind me, home, cutlets. Holding yeah. your meat, you know? And then I get there, like, it sucked, because, like, the next day I had to go and fucking get my visa and stuff, and I was so fucking hungover. But I don't even remember recording. I don't remember setting up. I don't remember anything. All of a sudden, like, halfway through the episode, I was like, holy, like, how long have I been sitting here? How long have we been doing this? <laughs> uh, it's impressive. It was- it's impressive because when you showed up, finally, you're, like, half an hour late or whatever, you're, you seem drunk, but you didn't seem blackout drunk until oh, about no. about 15 minutes in. I was like, Functional. oh, this guy is fucking wasted. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Jesus took the wheel for sure. It was, uh, it was a definitely a, I mean, it was a good meat draw for me, though. Uh, so did, definitely you, cleaned did up. you end up with at least half the half the winnings in your fridge or? Oh, yeah. Just a huge, huge heap and box. Um, like I said, I, I think I'm pretty sure I posted it in Twitter. It was probably like the last thing. Which is funny because I was posting shit on Twitter, not realizing that I'm supposed to be recording. Hmm. So there's like a picture of me, like big thumbs up uh, with my roommate in this huge fucking pile of meat. Oh, these fucking dogs are uh, barking. Be right back. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, the other thing is, oh man, I wish Andrew was here too. 
they're, me and Andrew are fulfilling childhood dreams here. Um, oh, that's in right. In March, the road to WrestleMania. Dude, you guys have been talking oh, yeah. about going to Mania for a long time. Yeah, it's uh, in Orlando. We're so fucking stoked. So if uh, anyone listening is going to Mania or people in Orlando, listen, go to Mania. Um, you know, fucking hit us up. Let us know. We'll, we'll meet you there. Are you guys going to um, hit up, um, what's the fucking Harry Potter world or whatever the hell it's called down there? Oh, yeah. We're going to Hogwarts for sure, buddy. My, our owls came in. Our owls, <laughs> it's, time for, it's time for Hogwarts. You get Hufflepuffs what? all the way. How do you know you're Hufflepuff? Don't you have to get sorted first or something? I, or? No, yeah. The fucking sorting. I did the fucking sorting hat the, uh, the long distance. Yeah, pre-sorting, pre-sorting. <laughs> pre-sorted hat. All right, <laughs> the early early admissions uh, pre-sorting. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Um, why don't we? Um, should we? Should we fire up the old uh, UFO case file? I UFO think, book. Yeah, I think uh, you should fire up that beautiful machine you got there and uh, see what you see what should spits out. Fire up, up the uh, flipatron or randomatron, Random whatever it is. Randomatron, I think we went with. Yeah. All right. Uh, piece of technology it's amazing it just keeps spinning i guess it's like the price is right it's very precise price is right oh it's still going all right um uh this is from the uh ufo encyclopedia the most comprehensive book of UFOology ever written. Amazing. Dude, I don't know if anything will beat the last week's though. With the guy <laughs> in the plane who just pulls out his fucking his first thought is to pull out his fucking gat. I think yeah. I think I there mean, was a in, while you're flying, you've got your hand on you know, and the steering wheel and you're just like, Yeah, I'm gonna pull out my magnum and point it out the window. We had I ha- like, you, dude, we, we had hashtag flyby. I think people are saying hashtag flyby. I saw that. That was so fucking funny. Hashtag flyby. That All was right. fucking great. Um, sorry, Bob. I'll back to this one. Uh, low Robert J. Robert J. Low. Um, uh, Robert J. Low was the project coordinator of the Colorado University UFO project. The investigation into UFOs. What? What? Didn't even make any sense. Did you cut out over Skype, or did that still not make any sense to me? No, I, I don't think it. Uh, you read it right. Yeah, I just, <laughs> <laughs> maybe this was not a very good one. Should we fire it up? Let's fire it up. Let's fire it up again. <laughs> you you want to spin it up again? Spin it up again, just in case. Just in case. All right. Well, uh, let's. That's a dud. Try it again. Every time we turn it on, it consumes enough power to to supply a small city. <laughs> you just set, you just set off rolling blackouts through Alberta. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Uh, Hoffman Air Force Base. Um, this Texas base is thought to have been in some way involved with the close encounter of. Betty Cash, Vicky Landrum, and Colby Landrum. Uh, the event took place close to this base and involved American military helicopters uh, suggesting they were using that installation. Okay. That's it. That's it? <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds way more... Like, what? I was, above, I was on board with the story and that's it? <laughs> that's it. You want should I fire it up again? No, that's no. no, enough. That's you know over two tonight. I think we're like that one sounds interesting. No, I think we've sounds, done we've tried like the randomatron like six times in a row and like what, what are we fifty percent on stories that make yeah, sense? Yeah, think we're five hundred. Five hundred on stories that make sense. Yeah, three for six. Three for six, or three yeah. and, or three and three, depending on which way you want to break it down. Well, no, we're we're got fifty. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Same, three good, three bad, order. or f- three for six, good, oh, right. whatever. Let's, same uh, same shit. Get into space news. Um, well, what do, you, what do you got for us this week? <laughs> What's happening in space? Well, last night we had some fucking amazing auroras. <sighs> Unfortunately, I was asleep. I didn't get to hear about them. Uh, 
or see them, and everyone's been letting me know about them all day. Wait, uh, but last night apparently for the last over a year now, you've been spitting about auroras, and then the one time you can see them, you fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's there's supposed to be there's supposed to be more coming, so there's lots more coming. Can I can I say something real quick? What this has been bugging me for a long time. Uh, every week you mention auroras, and a vast majority of our audience will never see them. So do you have anything else that we can talk about? <laughs> anything else? You know what? Because uh, it's every week. It's the same. Auroras, you know no auroras. You know what happens when you make fun of auroras? What's that? Huh? You know what happens when you make fun of space news? Uh, huh? Well, I don't you want to know what happens uh, when you keep making fun of space news and auroras, huh? Sh- sure. You want to know what happens? I'd love to. No more space. This <laughs> <laughs> fucking ends it. You just made the list. <laughs> okay. All right. Auroras, no sure. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm all, all bitter now. So people asked before. We said we'd talk about it. So I'll never do another Space News. Mark my word. <laughs> That's it. Space News is done. It's you, cut from the show. You call, you yeah. call it Aurora's one time and uh, it's over. I'll never say I'll never say those words ever again. <laughs> well, you know what? In my books, that might be all right. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Pe- people have been asking about alien implants. Uh, how do we want to start this? Dan? Dan, do you know anything about alien implants? People, I guess, get abducted and get something put in them. And Yeah. Um, I do remember back in the day, at least like, you know, of course, like 90s prime UFO alien time. Uh, there are lots of specials in TV on TV. And having to do with alien implants. Like a lot of um, TV shows and stuff had people claiming about they had been abducted by aliens or they had some sort of experience or they had wait, uh, they had kind of woken up one day and they just noticed they had some sort of like um, uh, inflammation or they had some type of uh, like pain, which led them to go and have it, you know, investigate it, have a medical professional take a look at what they have. And some of these people came out claiming that they had had something removed from their bodies that you know wasn't supposed to be there yeah like an appendix (laughs) (laughs) well not not like this since most of these things uh well no not 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 as no not as uh you know these things those types of things would some of those require actual, you know, invasive surgery. A lot of these are, are these implants are removed. What seems to be a lot of them, like people's noses, their legs, a lot of extremities and things like that. So, well, and, and a lot of the hands. A lot of the claims are like, I woke up, my foot was swollen. There was no marks. I went to I went to the doctor. They took X ray, and there's a piece of something in my foot. But it doesn't make sense yeah, how like, it got in there. Who hasn't seen the, like those the X rays of people? And you see, like just off their bone, there's like another, there, there's, uh, there's a something there. We don't know what it is, but there's a, definitely a something there. Something, a something's in your foot or appendage that shouldn't be. Right. So you'd have like these people come in and take these things out, and they just wouldn't, um, you know, doctors wouldn't really be sure what they were, and you've got, you know, these things that are perhaps. Um, for example, you had one abductee from the United States who had claimed that she had small lumps on her arm, which were, uh, she was convinced that these were these implants or they had been put there by aliens, except that the aliens wouldn't let her have these objects scanned. So they wouldn't allow her to go to the hospital. That's it's kind of a common trend with a couple, with a a few of these cases. They physically wouldn't let her go. Restrained her. (laughs) Well, it's like they can't uh, – a trend with some of these people that you see is that they don't – like they can't – they have some weird reason that they can't go in and either have these things uh, removed or uh, – Some little for- grays just come. You go fucking you, <laughs> snitches get stitches. <laughs> don't you, you can't go to the authorities with it, the public health authorities with this these implants. Well, I don't know whether they physically stop her or psychically stop them. That seems mm, to be a thing where makes, they cannot, sense. you know, they, they have a very um, serious aversion 
to or a violent aversion to going to a hospital to have these things taken out, you know? Right. So if you do talk about implants, the one person that you do have to talk about is Dr. Roger Lear. Oh, and yeah. Can we, can we quickly segue into how this guy might have, he might be in the running for the worst slash creepiest facial hair of all time. I don't know whoever he's got. He's, it, it's a weird look. I wish we did a lot. These are the times where I wish we could live stream and like show people hashtag. Look it up. Um, Dr. Roger Lear. He's got, he's got some plump lips and he shaves like he his shaves chin. up from, he shaves his chin and he also shaves his upper lip, but he keeps some of the stash. So there's this like big gap above his upper lip before it gets to the mustache. It's, it's honestly, I watch a lot of documentaries with him, a lot of interviews. It's hard for me to pay attention to what he's saying because my eyes will not, you can't get off of it. Avert that the weird <laughs> facial hair going on, dude. People, it's honest. People shave their lip when they have a, like a beard or a mustache a little bit, you, so he doesn't get in your mouth while you're eating. This guy, this is excessive. This guy's got a quarter inch gap from the top of his lip to the start of his stash. It's unbelievable. I've never seen something like mixed, this before. Mixed with a plump upper lip, it's just a. He's got some big old lips too, and then it's, it's very unbecoming. So he's got like a, it's like a goatee, but then minus the chin. Like yeah. he has the chin is shaved and he also shaves like, or I don't know if he shaves it or maybe he can't grow, but the side of his beard is so low. It almost looks like a chin strap. Yeah. I, can, I can't tell like if that's, said. I can't tell if that's actually shaving that or he just can't grow hair there, but it's, 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 it's unbelievable. It's, it's a, it's a tough look. I actually think that no one really believes this guy. They just get so lost in his facial hair <laughs> when he's talking that at the end they go, what is he saying? Like, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah, for sure. And they're just so put off by this unsightly facial hair. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a look and a half. So, Doctor Lear is a medical professional. He is a podiatric surgeon. He's a foot surgeon. Uh, that is his wait, main. What? Wait, what? A podiatric? Wait, what? Well, he's a podiatrist. A podiatrist, a podiatrist is a foot doctor. Podiatrist. He's a yeah. foot doctor. But he's a podiatric surgeon he's so you, you go to him for ingrown toenails and bunions and alien implants I, yeah i was and like apparently i was, like, alien I was implants, like, yes. i had no idea he was a podiatrist why is he performing surgeries on all these people so he doesn't personally perform some of the surgeries that um relate to the like places like i mentioned before like places like in the nose and the arms and the any other places that he's not a specialist oh, he, he refers them to an ent well yeah the, he <laughs> he gets um he brings in qualified surgeons or general surgeons to come in and uh he, he will organize these teams to remove these objects uh that are found in the other areas of the body besides the feet <laughs> so people come to him with what they think was was something because he's known as through ufology as like the alien implant guy. So people come to him and then he, right. he'll refer to other people. Yeah, he's been he does have an interest in UFOs. I think he's been um, involved in the UFO scene for a while before he actually got, you know, started getting uh, <laughs> being referred <laughs> being referred to as the, the alien implant guy. And I think um the people who did, you know, were eager to have these things removed had to go to this guy or he had heard about it. And then he said that, okay, yes, I'll do it. Like I will, you know, remove these things and we'll figure out what they are. Cause I guess he, and in his assessment of some of these cases, like these things are causing people discomfort. I mean, he's a doctor, so he, he figures he'll, he'll do whatever he can to take these things out. And, but right. not only that, he wanted to go a step further and find out, if these things are actually alien implants, are these uh, some sort of devices or instruments that measure people's body functions or record data and it's, transmit it's it somewhere? It's strange to me for a second to think that if I woke up tomorrow and my I had a swollen foot and I was like, man, I think I broke my foot. And I went to the hospital and i got an x-ray 
and then like clearly beside like my bone there was some sort of object that like they'd be like well there's nothing we're gonna do and the oh my only like source of help would be like i'd have to call the ufo guy to the, the ufo foot guy to take a look at this thing before <laughs> someone would remove it i'm like doesn't it seem weird that like don't like it's just weird to me that he be, even became that guy because it seemed it would seem to me that if you got an x-ray and you had a foreign body that a doctor was like what's that wouldn't they do a biopsy or something like that's what always struck me as weird in these cases about like why do these people just have to go to dr lear before they can get help like if they have a foreign body like you think a doctor would be like hey maybe it's some sort of like weird growth that we should look at or look into well if it shows up on an x-ray it's probably it's got to be solid some type of like dense material like glass or metal i guess some are showing up on mri and stuff too right so yeah um the the ones that i think it's it's more about having dr lear remove them in order to get these things like analyzed beyond the normal kind of uh what a general surgeon might do like they might put it in a little glass jar and be like hey here it is like well, yeah, <laughs> shake it around usually like if a normal surgeon took it out and it, it just looked like a piece of metal they might be like oh you stepped on something have a nice day oh, continue on fuck. But, what my f- fuck my i put my beer outside and it froze <laughs> fuck <laughs> oh. How cold? Did it explode? Is, how cold is it? No, then? yeah, it's, well, one is exploding everywhere. Minus it's minus fifteen here. Well, you are north of the wall, so that's all down there. Did you, what did you think was going to happen? No, it, it's actually minus fifteen here as well. But it's, oh, it's the same. It's oh. the same. It's not bad. But I, I was not a dummy and left my left my beer outside. Fuck. Sorry. Yeah. So what you what you open the lid and then it slowly fizzled out or what? Bubbled up. Yeah, exactly. I wish I could put my beer outside and it would get frozen. Hundred percent humidity here all the time. Does it? Does it freeze in? Does it snow in Virginia? Oh no, Virginia. Oh no. no, I mean, oh no. You're in. You're in Thailand. Fuck. Yeah. I. I I, know. It's funny. As I, we've been doing this podcast a while. I know nothing about Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is one hundred percent where we. We don't really. We mostly do the podcast. We're almost just like coworkers. It's like you know nothing about your coworkers. <laughs> no, just yeah. show up. You know, we show up every day. We do our job. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, no. Here in Thailand, it's hot every day. I wish I could put my beer outside and, and expect it to get cool. Yeah, when we were in, you put we, it under your AC there. That's what. Well, it's, you just put ice in it. Like ugh, ugh, ice in your beer. That's what they do here. It's fine. Delicious. I don't know. I actually, I fucking still yeah. do it to this day. Well, it's it's better. It's better than nothing. Yeah, because I, I, when we were, me and Brain were in Thailand, man, you, you crack a beer in f- five minutes, that thing is boiling hot on the beach. Yeah, sizzling. Uh, You're and, cooking your ramen in it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so people go, people seek out Roger Lear so because they think they might have something extraterrestrial in them. I right, guess. and I think they want him or they trust him to go further beyond because he's kind of advertised as that this person who is um, he's involved in the UFO scene. Like I I believe he's a member of MUFON or I believe he's a couple of like UFO societies and things like that. And they think that he will help them analyze this thing or at least, you know, get somebody to look at it and then be able to identify exactly what it is, which he has done. Now, at this point, Dr. Roger Lear, he passed away in 2014, um, sadly. R.I.P. And I think they have a they have a documentary coming out, actually, at the end of this year, uh, with uh, that was shot with him and Jeremy Corbell. That dude. Um, I don't know. And so that's going to come out soon. So I think it's called Patient Seventeen. That's why it's nah, oh, pretty sure. Patient seventeen because he took from our from our very detailed and in depth re- research he took eighteen implants out of seventeen patients right 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 he uh, he performed like seventeen surgeries and removed these objects so these uh, according to him all of the implants that they've 
removed have undergone rigorous examinations by both biological and metallurgical scientists. And he says they're associated with some of the most prestigious laboratories, such as Los Alamos National Labs. I've Whoa. never heard of them. Los, Los, Los Alamos? Los Isn't that a fucking nuclear base or well, some shit there? Isn't that where Bob Lazar worked? No. Los Alamos National Labs. I've never heard of these some of these places. They're all I mean they're all places in let's see. Okay. Well you got New Mexico Tech. Okay. Uh, sure. University of Toronto. Oh, I heard of them. Real okay. real great Canadian university up here. Uh York University, Southwest Laboratories, and SEAL Laboratories. Uh was, was not and, Bob Lazar from Los Alamos something? Or was it a different Los Alamos so. something? Mm, I don't so. He worked at Area 51, right? That was his thing. Well, like it's he, not before he worked at a Los Alamos uh, like rocket lab or something. Through the lore of Bob Lazar. I mean, people keep asking. We'll have to, yeah, they we'll have to do, do a Bob Lazar case file, and we'll, uh, we'll get to it eventually. So uh, We'll get there. Yeah. But So uh, according to Dr. Roger Lear, uh, he had about 15 findings that were of worth mentioning about these objects that they removed from these patients. So we can kind of go through those really quick um, and then we can talk about them or, or whatever, but you have like, okay, so number one, th- these are, these are kind of things that most of them, maybe not all of them, but most of them had in common right. or a majority of them had in common. So some of the findings include no inflammatory or rejection reaction by the body to these foreign objects. Well, so that, we that is kind of crazy because I get a little sliver in my hand when I'm doing carpentry, and my body pretty much fights me from the inside trying to get rid of it instantly. You get a fucking wood sliver yeah, in your hand, and your fucking, fucking your finger swells oil. up. It's like pusting everywhere in one day, and you have to like dig it out with tweezers or a knife or some shit. Or if you leave it to fester, you just squeeze it and it like shoots the splinter poor <laughs> yeah. body out. The, the, pressure, <laughs> the pressure of the pus underneath the sliver will shoot out of your body. That is gross. It's disgusting, (laughs) but it happens. Um, Number two kind of goes along with number one, which is uh, no visible portal of entry. So often with these objects, there's no real identifiable location of where these objects were entered or implanted if they're intelligently placed. They don't find scarring. They don't find... Uh, you know, lacerations. They don't find any type of evidence to say that that to show that this object like went through the skin. So at I, some point, to so be either the object there. was so small it healed relatively quick, or I guess mm-hmm. if you go with the ET theory, whatever they use to put it in in you is beyond our our scope. Like it leaves right. no. So they could no just wound. put it. You know, they. They did some like vibrational thing where they don't even make an incision. Like it's It's kind of like put it through your skin without phase it through. Or they like (laughs) inject you with some sort of nanobots that like turn into the body once it's in your skin. So like a little, a little, a needle, uh, maybe a needle mark, and then the nanobots form. Well, maybe not even a needle. Maybe that's what happens when they probe you. They go in. They go go (laughs) into that door. They make their deposit, (laughs) and then the nanobots go to wherever. (laughs) <laughs> okay, maybe. From there. Um, they've identified in some cases there are collections of specialized nerve endings surrounding the objects. What does that so mean? So some of the cases that they found these these objects, like where they are in the body, there have been uh, nerve endings that shouldn't be there. They're like, uh, like the, either they've been there for so long that these these types of cells that have surrounded it aren't supposed to be there. Like they're not, they're not normally, you know, uh, they're not normally there. Like medically, they shouldn't, uh, they shouldn't be there, but they are, they shouldn't be there. So uh, that's according to at least one or two of the, uh, the implants, you have an outer coating of ceramic biological material. Ceramic, like ceramic, like a glass, like a, Right, so or, or something, because uh, one of the points that Dr. Roger Lear likes to make is that a, a few of these, if not most of these objects, they are unable to be cut with medical instruments. Like so, the men, the instruments that they use, like they try to take a scalpel, you know, a ridiculously sharp tool, and they can't cut them. 
like they can't open them. They're just like it, they have some sort of type of material that is not easily identifiable. It, it seems to be it's not necessarily inorganic. It seems to be it's like a, uh, biologic in in well, origin. Well, right there, boom. We that we just talk about the nanobots. That's the not. That's the like the. That's what it is. They get in you and they kind of fuse into something you don't know what it is. Because I mean, if right. a scalpel can't. I mean, if it's a metal scalpel and it's a metal object, it's not going to do a very good job of cutting into it. But uh, Some of these apparently have a metallic phase where inorganic metal becomes biological tissue. So they are both... Uh, I, I think this kind of goes around with, Android. with number four, that they're a combination of both inorganic and organic metal. So, I mean, there are cases where, um, for example, like they have the recently discovered... Iron foots or whatever the the iron foot snail or whatever those those snails that produce what like they can they can they live around like deep sea uh, volcanic vents and they are able to produce organically like iron like they they produce they iron like make, shelling outside their body they make iron from they make it what they yeah organically they just make it. metal yeah yeah they just grow metal that's fucking cr- and that's like that's not a conspiracy. That's a legit organism. No, that's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a real thing. We don't crazy. talk about conspiracies on this show. Only facts. Conspira facts. <laughs> uh, number six. I, I I know I hear this one a lot. I'm not 100 sure. The emission of radio waves, which are deep, which are deep space frequencies in the FM band. Whoa. Well, what? it's funny because like I I like some of the readings I did. I I kind of heard about this guy uh whitley Stryber. right the the science fiction he's also a science fiction writer yeah yeah i guess he does werewolf books and shit yeah but uh he like he says that he has an implant but his can't be removed or something but then like he you know does talks and stuff and he found someone else who has one and they said that exact same thing that when you know, when they, it would fuck up their radio, right? Whenever <laughs> you know they jump in his his Ford and it turned, yeah, he was he could only listen to AM because the FM wouldn't work in his truck because whatever he had in him uh, was fucking Disrupting. with the FM signal. <laughs> and they they actually like MRI'd it and saw it, um, and then when they removed it from him, it stopped emitting or doing anything to FM. It Obviously, when it was outside of the body, it ceased to work, which either means it's a load of shit or it had to be in him undisturbed to be functional. I mean, that sounds pretty. I mean, it sounds pretty crazy to me because just the fact that I a mean, werewolf author found someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, yeah, which, that. which part of that sounds crazy, Dad? <laughs> that, which part of that, that last <clears throat> couple sentences sound crazy? The uh, werewolf author who was abducted in the woods that has an implant that cannot be removed found someone who had one that disrupts his he can only listen to am radio because it fucks up his fm and his removed and now does it now he can listen to fm in peace what part of that sounds crazy to you dan <laughs> so yeah actually a majority of that sounds kind of wild but the one that i was uh gonna mention or i wanted to address is that the that the fact that broadcasting fm wave frequencies out into space is difficult. Like it's not like you need high power. I mean, it, yeah. You, you definitely wouldn't be able to, I guess it would have to be, well, now that I think about it, it would have to be like the, if these were some sort of alien implants, like these extraterrestrials would have to be in orbit. Like they'd have to be in Dude, close orbit. That, to no, get. That's exactly what I was just thinking. These are, whatever these implants are, are just like our, RFID chips, which do transmit radio wave, but obviously not all over a great distance. So yeah, you're you're probably floating in orbit. You swoop down here, you abduct a couple people, you put your this alien RFID chip in them, and that's how you track people. But even then, it would take like a, it would have to have some sort of power source. That's the thing. The human so, body. You see, well, the, yeah, you seen the Matrix. This goes with number seven. One of the other, the next finding is that they these seem to 
when they took their measurements, according to Dr. Lear, some of these objects displayed a electromagnetic field in the excess of 10 milligauss. Now, I'm not 100 I'm the not. fuck is a milligauss? <laughs> I'm not a really familiar. Yeah, I'm not really familiar in how you measure EM fields, but I think this is supposed to imply that these things perhaps produce some type of electromagnetic field, perhaps suggesting that they had some type of internal power generation or something like that because I, d- I really don't know how you would broadcast a radio if these things are broadcasting information over a fm band radio wave you still got to have the power to punch it through all of the stuff like these people are sitting in a house plus you got to get it through the atmosphere you have to get through the air like it's not going to be well, radio waves transmit through objects pretty easy unless you have well, like a lead or something but doesn't, yeah, AM, you'd have hold to on, like, doesn't AM travel further distances? Yes, by a lot. So why wouldn't you use AM and FM? Maybe they just had the switch on the implant on the wrong side? Well, AM, I'm pretty sure AM just transmits less information. So like oh. and so at like at nighttime, that's why you can hear like AM stations across all of North America. Like it could be a station in New York and at nighttime because there's no interference from the sun that AM station will like bounce through the atmosphere and you can pick it up in Vancouver from New York or something. Oh. Well, even an FM band doesn't carry that much information. Like I don't think it would carry like an entire, like what you're looking for, complete biological readout of a human being. Mm, like maybe, maybe well, not, but it's, it's, this is here, here, hear me out here. I think this is, this is, I don't even believe in alien abductions anymore after this case. <laughs> I think this is all employed by AM radio to fuck up FM radio listeners. Right? <laughs> big AM. Big, big AM. <laughs> big AM is is going after uh, big FM, abducting listeners, putting in chips to block FM signals so that they have to go back to, you know, their fucking AM eleven fifty news. Are you, are you saying uh, Dr. Roger Lear's been bought by Big AM to Per- yeah. perpetrate that's, a, that, that's a ET a perpetrate that these are ET implants that's what you're saying yeah well you, they just AM radio just doesn't want to be on the hook right for the <laughs> for the liability liability reasons yeah I'm, yeah that checks out sure I'm, yeah that makes and sense Dr. Roger Lear is just a willful idiot right <laughs> like he like look at him he look at that facial hair <laughs> um, no and- professional shaves like that yeah <laughs> Another interesting finding, if we move on, is uh, that at least I think one of these or two of these, I think I think there's actually just one that seemed to have a composition of meteoric iron. So that type of iron that ne- that you wouldn't find necessarily on Earth, that you would usually find it that it's the type of iron that comprises most most All meteors. Right. Fine, so, uh, big AM, you're off the hook. It's back to aliens. So it's, like a, it's, a, it's an iron with a d- different like. Well, how would, um, how would you identify an iron from Earth and from space? What's the well, difference? Think, uh, well, no, it's like it's like the composition of it. Because when I was reading into that Whitley Schreiber guy, and he was talking about this guy that he met, that was the one thing that when they pulled this thing out, even though it was no longer interfering with FM radio, it had a higher composition of iron than anything found on Earth, and that like density of iron is only found. On meteorites, like a different that I- crash into Earth. Is that yeah. iso- like it's like a, is that an isotope? What's what the fuck's an isotope when you hear isotope? I don't even is that know what an isotope, isotope is. iron. What the fuck's this an isotope? is all? This is all make believe to me. I have no idea what it means. Okay, so different iron. We're gonna pretend that we know why it's from space and Earth, but it's different from Earth yeah. iron. Yeah, well, I'm not like smart you can make you can make. Um, you can make stuff from meteoric iron. Like I think King. Tut's tomb. Yeah, there's has, a dagger or something, right? Yeah, that has is made of meteor, meteoric iron. But the thing is, it's, it's weaker than normal nice. iron. Like it's it's weak or weaker than the arm the iron that's produced by traditional means on Earth. So uh, okay. it's not something that you'd want to do. But these things seem to be these implants, or at least one of these implants, seems to be comprised of this of this different type of iron, so that you would only find in space that apparently aliens would want to use for. For implants, I guess. <laughs> Maybe it so, transmits a better a better signal. This meteor meteoric. Maybe. Maybe. Iron. Sure. Sure. Um, go with that. Number nine. They said uh, some of these things com- uh, were comprised of rare earth metal- metals, such as U two thirty six, which is an isotope of uh, uranium. U two thirty six. Yeah. Uh, one of our <laughs> favorites. Familiar with that one. Mm. They also found other elements that wait, are wait, considered wait. uranium. 
Isn't that like oh, highly, yeah. highly radioactive element and it's in these some, implants? Some are. Yeah. I mean, plutonium is like really radioactive. Uranium is a naturally occurring uh, element. A little more stable. Isn't that? Uh, I think you, 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 yeah, U236, any of those ones, it's like you can, <laughs> that, I don't, I'm not a, what do they put in the, new, what do they put in the bombs? Is it uranium? Is I that, use, I'm pretty, well, yeah, you use plutonium? enriched uranium to produce the, some of these the, reactions the perfect, or something like that. The perfect molecule to do the, the fission. So, so what you're saying is these are human nukes. Possibly. <laughs> we don't know yet. They've got little predator uh, nuclear <laughs> self-destructive <laughs> devices inside of them. Sure. I mean, <laughs> you know what? Forget big AM. Forget aliens. I'm back to North Korea. <laughs> Implanting sleeper nukes. Were we on your people? Were we in North at North Korea at any point until now? Or I don't even. I don't even know where that came from. That, that came from left field. All right. He's still <laughs> meat. He's still meat. Going. He's still meat draw drunk from last week. That's yeah, what's a little happened bit. here. <laughs> little so there are <laughs> some residual meat drunken meat draw drunkenness. <laughs> hmm. Uh, some of the other elements that they, they remarked on finding seem to be very rare. Uh, and, uh, for example, iridium, which is hard to find in the Earth's crust. So they believe that that is a sign that these things are perhaps well, extraterrestrial iridium in origin. Is, yeah, iridium is definitely a more of a space element. Right. And then, yeah, so a lot of these these findings have to do with the... the uh, uh, atomic makeup of a lot of these materials. So number 10, non-terrestrial isotopic ratios. Isotope. indicating Boom, we knew it. <laughs> it indicating the involved elements did not come from Earth, which I think you kind of loop that in with like 8 and 9, really. I don't, like, so I don't eight, know. Why. 8, 9, 10 is elements not from Earth or not common right. on Earth. <laughs> number 11, I'm not 100% sure that this can be confirmed. That It's like, so... <laughs> As the existence of carbon nanotubes, carbon nanostrands, and carbon nanofibers. Sounds very sci-fi. So we do know that, you know, uh, technology, human technology has come so far that carbon, carbon nanotubes and things like carbon nanostrands and carbon nanofibers are some of the most durable materials on Earth, which can be very light. So, um... Wasn't there these, someone like saying they're going to use these carbon nanotubes to make like a platform to the moon or platform to space? Yeah, because these space uh, elevator. Yeah, space elevator through carbon nanotubes. I'm pretty sure I heard that. Right, because carbon nanostructures are to the moon. Well, to space, yeah. to space, and then you launch from that platform because it'd be easier because then you'd elevate. You take the elevator, all your rocket parts to the platform. You assemble your rocket on the platform, and be way easier to get to space because you're right. already at low. Carbon gravity. nanostructures yeah. are the strongest substance known to mankind. Like they do maintain their shape and are durable. Uh, just having those things, and they're very light, which is one of the uh, the other points of this. So it's like if you wanted to bake something ones, that was durable and light, bold, that's a bold claim. Yeah, they're the strongest I, thing on earth. No uh, one's ever scanned we... my bones. Ooh, no Can't one stop. wants to. Uh, I mean, these things are these things are extremely durable. If you wanted to make something that was extremely durable, this would what you would probably make it out of. So, uh, at least one of these patients said they had had this thing in their body for over forty six years, which is something that if you needed something to last a long time, you'd probably want to use at least uh, to our knowledge, to human knowledge, like carbon, uh, using carbon technology carbon would be the way to go. You know? uh, apparently there were gold spheres found in these, uh, which have no, un- which have some gold spheres, which have yet unknown function. Are we talking so, like monoatomic gold? Like we talked about in Anunnaki case. That's what they're coming here. Or to like me. the golden finch from Harry Potter. <laughs> well, nobody, nobody knows. Cause they don't, they don't, if Dr. Richard, Roger Lear doesn't know what it is. Well, then. yeah, that's right. He only knows <laughs> things about shit about feet. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he know anything? He's like, no. well, I'll tell you what, it's not a bunion. It's gold spheres. <laughs> well, like yeah, gold, it, gold is a very, it's uh, not a planter's wart. It's not plantar fasciitis. Uh, I can't tell you. It's out of my wheelhouse. This aliens. Aliens. Well, but gold. <laughs> gold. People go in. People go in for to him and talk to him. It's just normal medical stuff, and he's like, "Well, listen, it's not warts, not ingrown toenail. 
aliens. This is alien to me. You can only make a, a couple logical leaps, and that's one of them. He, he didn't do any broad studies. He just really fucking focused in on the feet. Well, no. He here, I have a theory, though. Here, boom, I got a theory. Bust it. Gold spheres, we talked about maybe they generate, they're generating their own electricity. Gold is a very mm -hmm. highly conductive material. Maybe yeah. that's what the gold's, maybe it's all part of the internal uh, electronics that we don't, that we, that we obviously don't know, don't know about. Yeah, I, gold is an extremely versatile uh, element in terms of technology. We use it for a lot of stuff. It is a very useful element. So yeah, if you needed something to conduct a lot of electricity or, or something like that, yes. Yeah, I mean, you find them in microchips and, and you know, like circuit all electronics and things yeah. like that. There's a whole bunch of our technology is based on gold or at gold alloys and things like that. So yeah, maybe uh, it could be, or perhaps if you line all these things up and squint at it, <laughs> you think, okay, maybe these are alien implants. Um, uh, the, the rest of the findings were kind of really inconclusive stuff. They mentioned stuff about metallic caverns that are no larger than the diameter of one atom. Just like, okay. Would they put it, put it under an electron microscope or something or what? One atom yeah. wide? Yeah, they're really, they're really strange. Some of these find like there's that. There's uh, uh, mentioned it before the resistance to ordinary cutting techniques, since uh, they mentioned metal metallic sawing or cutting with uh, surgical instruments. Uh, one of the specimens apparently had been had to be cut with a laser. Laser. And then there's. Uh, like the last finding is like there's just a number of unknown structures uh, that are seen uh, under an electron microscope, which Boom. they do not understand. So just a majority of these implants that Dr. Uh, Weirdbeard, Roger Lear, has <laughs> extracted, these are the, like they share these traits is pretty much what yes. the findings are. Like mm -hmm. these, all these weird it's not like a, these, I, yeah. It's not a piece and, of glass that someone stepped on. It's not like a metal shard, as far as well, he's concerned. Well, how would he know if it's not a ward and it's not a bunion? <laughs> out of his wheelhouse, because he. Well, I don't think they necessarily know what they are because it's really when they pull these things. If you read into these, um, you read into these reports that Doctor Roger Lear and them stuff. They really, <laughs> they really want you to believe that it's. That these things are from somewhere else. Well, not they might Earth. be, and they could be. They they could be, but there are a lot of things about it that they 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 identify some of these things. But a lot of skeptics who go into these, they're like, these things are not unusual. Like there's there's actually cases where. Uh, patients kind of do the same, like our bodies can actually do the same thing that this is, this is the first theory is that our, our bodies can actually do the same thing that, that, like I mentioned before, that snail that produces iron, sometimes our bodies will actually produce growths that will, that are, that are, or Become they have metallic? like, yeah, like have a metallic composition of that. They'll be made of uh, some type of, uh, a, a solidified, uh, elements, uh, in our tissues, well, it makes, and they of, will just appear like they'll just kind of makes sense. I mean, like you can test blood for like the iron concentration, like and if right. So sometimes you, I mean, you get kidney stones. Yeah, like I mean, so you're drinking. So you're what you're saying is possibly someone's drinking really hard water with a lot of minerals, <laughs> <laughs> and then the body is concentrating those minerals. From Flint, Michigan has alien. <laughs> <laughs> just a whole yeah. You scan anyone from Flint, Michigan, you see a whole bunch of things lighten up under there. They light up like Wolverine. <laughs> they have adamantium fucking armor under there. Mm. Um, so you, you have that, but the the other thing is is that um, at least one other hardcore skeptic. There's a guy named um, uh, Doctor Virgil Doctor Virgil Priscu, uh, who's Virgil the head of an Israeli teaching hospital. Prescu. He, <laughs> he he says that. A lot of hospitals uh, observe these foreign objects, and that the that foreign objects can actually enter a body unnoticed. Like you can you can have a foreign body enter your body or your skin or your extremities, like during a fall 
or running barefoot. I guess through a, sand depend, grass or even a splinter. Depends how I guess how you know how big the foreign body was. Right, sure. And it can be small at first, but these things can also be explained by like perhaps the, the, these these foreign bodies will enter into your into your skin or something, but they can move. Like, you know, you have people who have had um you know, I've seen pictures of people with BBs. Like they get BBs stuck in their foot, you know, oh, for yeah. 10, 10 or 15 years, you know. How does and that then, fester? But no, it's but some of them it just don't. hits the right some spot. Them, right. And then also, uh, our bodies not always will they respond with the which you you would normally think like a type of inflammation reaction. You'll actually have the body almost like absorb it. Like they'll not only will they pull it further into the body or move it through your arm or leg or foot, but they'll actually your body can encase it. Like it'll encase it with a type of organic matter so it doesn't actually end up becoming inflamed because your body probably doesn't uh, know what to do. It can't break it down. So that could be the uh, account for the the organic and inorganic material in these implants, perhaps. Sure. Like Yeah. If you yeah, if you were to go with a, a straight medical explanation, you could perhaps put that in there and be like, well, perhaps these are things that just people they, you know, they bump their elbow on a brick wall or something, and or some rocks or something like that, and and they get a, a lot of a lot of these. Okay, keep going. I got implants did occur in their in the extremities, like that's where they they happen to be. Like a lot of you know their noses, their yeah. um, their hands, their feet, things like that. So they're not like none. I don't think any of the implants were so removed. like attached to their heart, right? Some yeah. Sort of big- there weren't any like serious internal ones that were like way deep in there that yeah. could be identified. Not so, some like matrix thing coming out of their belly buttons. No, I think I think most of these ones they removed with little or no risk to the patients. I don't I don't think anybody was gonna have anything removed from them that was uh, you know, sitting on their on their liver so like, or something like so that. If we, if we go with that, that these these things are in fact like like alien implants, like what why why are they why are they putting why do you think they would put these in us why would they take people and put them do you think it's a tracking thing do you think it's something that like like we do to like when we tag animals in the wild like it's do you think it's just research like is this a sign of like an maybe like an ethically nice extraterrestrial i you know i don't know if it were to be you know to think about a, a civilization that has crossed the vast distance between star systems or galaxies, galaxies even um, why they would be interested in us. It's like, yeah, maybe purely from a scientific, I mean, we can only think in, in terms of, of us humans, yeah. uh, if they were to be interested in us scientifically, sure. Yeah. It could be some sort of tagging mechanism. It's one of the things like when I was looking at that Whit- Whitley Schreiber guy, is he said that some of the the things that he had contact with, they told him that like they would they were abducting people, but then they were also being abducted by a higher being, and then they were being abducted by a higher being. Like so, it's, it's not something that's like just unique to us. It's like there are higher beings that are checking in. So you know, I like to think that maybe it is. It's it's like us when we like tag dolphins right. or tag whales. Um, these things are picking up humans at random or, you know, or maybe, or maybe with, you know, maybe with joint effort with governments of like allowing it, but like, Hey, we're going to research some people. Like we just want to see, like track their movements, see what they're doing. Metabolism rates like day to day. They're just, they're just curious. Right. So they're, they pick you up. They abduct you. They put these things in you. They're supposed to be non-invasive. The only thing is, is like their technology is better. So it's like if you remove this thing, it just goes dead to try to like almost like some like non-interference clause. So it's like they don't want us to know that it was them. So when you remove these things, they they're just dead. Well, well, maybe we we don't understand the technology, or maybe we just we just don't understand the technology. So we just we just like we try and give our scientific explanation. Like yeah, it's organic. You know, it's a coating of an old metal shard that got coated in organic material. Our body is co- protecting us from it. 
and then we just live we like we live with them for a long time and then sometimes you get one on an x-ray you're like oh shit there's a there's some foreign body in there and little well, do you know the aliens are tracking you on this alien R- rfid chip from their space black knight satellite or what have you and that when it's we're science experiment that's a that's interesting that's an that's an interesting thought because forget forget them having to be in orbit they just have a satellite in orbit yeah, their and their satellite is like sending something like through subspace back to their home world, which <laughs> could be God knows where in the galaxy or different dimension. Yeah, maybe, or maybe they're just they're scouting our they're scouting us our planet because they're uh, they're here for a, a takeover. When you went to when you went to take a piss, that's what we were saying. Is like why? Like why do you think they're putting these implants? We were kind of touching on if it was like for scientific purposes or more nefarious reasons. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's for me, if, it, is. I, it feels kind of silly to like if you have to if you have the technology to travel interdimensionally or even across, you know, star systems and galaxies, I think you would be able to do like a quick scan of people. Like if you abducted people, there'd be no real reason to to tag them yep. or, but, or leave physical but, evidence of your actual being there. But, OK, that's maybe. I mean. Let's, but let's say, let's say we're maybe we're a strange form of life. Like, you know what? Like, if we found something that wasn't a carbon based life form somewhere else that was life, we would be like, this thing is so alien to us. We can't, we don't even understand how it exists. <laughs> right. Maybe that's what we are to these things. They're like, right. But they're then, breathing <laughs> oxygen. What? Like, <laughs> yeah. this is crazy. And then by, poisonous. By, but by your planet? reasoning, by your reasoning, if they know nothing about us, why would they implant stuff at the risk based on their technology? They know nothing about us. And then they would be like, it might kill them. But we do that to fish and we do that to animals. We don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. Why would they give a fuck? But it's like it doesn't. But maybe uh, they're not implanting. Maybe they have a, a, some type of drone or you know some a rob an alien robot like an alien grays. Like some people think, like oh, they're just little. You know, they're androids. They're not real. They're not actual living beings. So there's no real risk to whatever is doing it to us. Yeah, but then it's like, why would they even have to do that? Like, if they can, if they would be able to identify and analyze our bodily composition enough to be like, we need to implant a device in this creature that will last, according to this one guy, at least like 40 years inside their body without causing any type of inflammation or any type of real uh, impact to this, this creature's physical well-being. Like, I would think if you could do that, then you wouldn't really have to implant anything in them at all. Well, we're, we're trying to understand alien reasoning. Maybe we just we don't have the capacity. Sure, <laughs> I don't fucking know. Yeah, I mean, it alien- could be controlling your brain. But then again, why would they control somebody who lives in apparently one guy who's just a guy who's married with several young children and lives in Southern California? Why would you only control these random people? <laughs> Maybe they haven't been activated yet. Maybe these chips are in more. I mean, uh, Lear and company only identified what seventeen patients with eighteen implants or whatever. But maybe there's hundreds or thousands of people who have like this weird thing in them they don't even know because they've never gone, they've never gotten X-rayed. Oh, dude, sinister! These they've been implanting these mind control chips, waiting to activate them at the right moment. But I think a lot of people have had X-rays. I think they would show oh, up. I like, think you'd be surprised how many people have never had an x-ray, though. Right, but I think you would also be surprised about the amount of people who have had x-rays. No, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at how many people had x-rays, <laughs> but I'm just saying, what if you had you broke your hand, you had an x-ray on your hand, but you never had an x-ray on your foot, and that's where the chip is. Right, but I'm saying in, in a like a, just a sheer numbers the game – like you'd be like, okay, it, it would probably show up in well, some. Well, yeah, but maybe because we talked about it, most doctors see that they see the, you know, the foreign body. They remove it, think nothing of it, get rid of it. They don't even examine it. They don't take it to the, the who's who of institutions as Roger Lear did, <laughs> Los yeah. Alamos, take it to Los Alamos, <laughs> whatever's New Mexico Tech. I'm just saying, yeah. people take them up. Maybe there's they. Maybe thousands have been taken out but never examined. All right, we, you're we here, everybody. Uh, drop, drop the cash. Get your <laughs> fucking full body scan, and uh, find your alien implants. 
you know what? They probably they probably show up in those. What are those new? Uh, they've been Im- implementing at airports like the full body three sixty scans. They scan like different bunch of yeah. Different th- those would show up on there too, wouldn't they? <laughs> Maybe well, I haven't done one. Well, that'd be here. weird. I always opt out of those. They go. You want it? I go. Nah. You can pat me down. <laughs> I'll probably. It'll probably be the first time I do one. Is uh, is um, fucking. Well, I, if, 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 if anywhere, I bet you those things are mandatory in the States or something. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. All right. This one, should we start wrapping this one up? What do you guys think? Yeah, we, yeah. Got, a, we got an hour. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, get- you can follow us on, we got a Twitter. We should really get more social media. We have a Twitter right now at Truth is out there. 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 We said it wrong for the first bunch of episodes, but. Yeah. Well, yeah I think we yeah. got, I don't know, we got a few hundred people following on there. Sometimes we tweet. Not very much, but maybe we'll get Not better. very often. Maybe one day we'll figure out social media. Maybe. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if Andrew, uh, we're not sure what we're doing next week. We'll see if we can get Andrew on, but yeah. 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 You know. All right. Well, I'll talk to you guys later and uh, keep those eyes on the skies. <laughs>